This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. If you are a regular reader of my articles or a listener of my podcast, you know that I've covered some of the great Major League Baseball dynasties, the New York Yankees, the St. Louis Cardinals, the 1970s Cincinnati Reds, and the early 1970s Oakland A's, to name a few. Today, I'd like to talk about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Why the Pirates? While the Pirates have never had a dynasty, they did win two World Series during the 1970s, one in 1971 and the other in 1979. The Pirates baseball team goes back to 1882, when they were part of the American Association League. Pittsburgh joined the National League in 1887, but they were not named the Pirates until 1891. From 1882 through 1890, they were known as the Pittsburgh Alleghenies. In 1901 and 1902, the Pirates were crowned the National League's champions by having the best record. In 1903, they played in the very first World Series, but lost to the Boston Americans. The Pirates won their first World Series in 1909 defeating the Detroit Tigers. They would not play in the World Series again until 1925, beating the Washington Senators. Two years later, they played in the World Series again, but they were swept by the Yankees four games to zero. It wasn't until 1960 that the Pirates would play in the World Series again defeating the powerful New York Yankees four games to three, despite getting outscored 55 to 27. Pittsburgh finished first in their division in 1970, but they were no match for the Cincinnati Reds in the National League Championship Series, losing three games to zero. But the team was loaded with talented players and Pirate fans had high hopes for the 1971 season. The 1971 Pirates had a mixture of veterans and young players. In the outfield, they had future Hall of Famer Roberto Clemente, who was playing as well as ever despite his 37 years of age. Clemente finished the season with an impressive 341 batting average. Joining him in the outfield was another future Hall of Famer, 31-year-old Willie Stargell, who led the team in RBIs with 125. Stargell also led the team and the league with 48 home runs. Although no longer in his prime, 35-year-old second baseman Bill Mazeroski would also find his place in Cooperstown and was a valuable asset as a team leader Mazeroski and Clemente were the only remaining players from the 1960 World Championship team. 
At first base, the Pirates had Bill Robertson, who belted 26 home runs, second most on the team. Dave Cash played outstanding defense at second base while posting a 289 batting average for the season. While not much of a threat at the plate, Gene Alley played exceptional defense at shortstop. Richie Hebner was steady at third base, batting 271 with 17 home runs. Joining Clemente and Stargell in the outfield was center fielder Al Oliver, who batted 282 on the season. Behind the plate was Manny Sangian, who batted 319 with 81 RBIs. Doc Ellis and Steve Blass led the pitching staff. Ellis finished the season with a 19-9 record and a 3.06 ERA. Blass won 15 games and had a 2.85 ERA. Manager Denny Murtaugh hoped to help the team win its second World Championships since he took over as the skipper in 1957. 1971 would be the Pirates' first entire season playing in their new home, Three Rivers Stadium. The team had an outstanding regular season, finishing with 97 wins and 65 losses, the best record in the National League. The Pirates would play the San Francisco Giants in the National League Championship Series to determine which team would play the powerful Baltimore Orioles in the World Series. After losing the first game, the Pirates won the next three to win the National League pennants. Now it was on to Baltimore to face the defending world champion Orioles. The Orioles had the best record in Major League Baseball, and they had just swept the mighty Oakland A's in the American League Championship Series. Baltimore had 24 hits in the first two games and outscored the Pirates 16-6. But Pittsburgh didn't get this far by giving up. In Game 3, Pitcher Steve Blass pitched a complete game and allowed only three hits. Pirates first baseman Bill Robertson hit a three-run home run after missing the bunch sign. The final score was Pittsburgh 5, Baltimore 1. The first night game in the World Series history took place in Game 4 at Three Rivers Stadium. The Orioles took a 3-0 lead in the first inning, but after that it was all Pirates, who had 14 hits and won 4-3. Nelson Bryles was manager Murtaugh's choice as the Game 5 starting pitcher. It was a questionable choice, as Bryles had spent most of the season as a relief pitcher and had not played in the National League Championship Series against the Giants. But Murtaugh must have known what he was doing as Bryles went out there and pitched a complete game two-hitter and the Pirates won 4-0. Murtaugh faced another tough decision in Game 6 with Doc Ellis injured and Steve Blass not fully rested. He chose reliever Bob Moose as the starting pitcher 
Moose pitched well, but the Orioles pulled out a 3-2 victory in extra innings. In Game 7, Steve Blass pitched his second complete game of the series and allowed only four hits. Led by series MVP Roberto Clemente, who hit a home run in the fourth inning, the Pirates won 2-1, capturing their fourth world championship in team history. Join me again next week for part two, when I'll talk about how the rest of the 1970s went for the Pirates. Until then, thank you and God bless. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.